We all, none of us really know. <laughs> none of us I know. really know. I know. No, I, I know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Keith, what's up? Your favorite movie of all time. Step nine. Oh, good. other choice than remember the titans being number one i'm curious <laughs> i'm boiling mine but well let's let's see here we go yeah that's a good I mean, i'm not even on top <laughs> you shouldn't be talking at this point <laughs> what is up everybody welcome to apocalypse now from apocalypse movies this is our movie hangout show where we most of the time choose a really fun topic and play some games or do a fantasy draft like we're doing today, or we just talk some movie news or both. Most, so welcome of, the, to mo- the show. most of the time? Most I was waiting time. for that. Sometimes we do. No, I meant like, you know, sometimes we So only you're talk telling news. me that you don't always have fun on this show. <laughs> no, that, that I do. But I was getting at that sometimes we play games. Sometimes we talk news. Sometimes we do both today. I feel like we're doing both. I feel like the fantasy draft is kind of like a fun movie game that we play here. But welcome to the show. Um, if you haven't been here before, uh, that's what we do here at Apocalypse Movies and maybe some new stuff that we've never done before. Uh, I am your host, Jacob Bartley, back in the hosting chair for today's show. I am joined up here on the top of the screen with me, but with uh, Brian Avalasino. How you doing, Brian? Doing good. Getting over this sniffly cold that i have um but uh yeah excited to to be here i'm eating my peanut m ms <laughs> you know what i nominated him and he's perfect for the role so boohoo look anytime we do one of these castings and it's a younger area you're gonna see or like a younger casting you're going to see some similar names pop up every time. It's just oh yeah. It's just going to happen and I know I'm going to get crap for a few of the ones that I chose. Oh yeah. But we'll get to that later. Of course, Jake Berlin is here. How's it going, Jake? It's a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday and you got a really cool hat on, man. I'm I'm jealous of that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, you can't you can't actually see what it says, but it says Tatooine National Park. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. I I couldn't see the national park part, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I was like the things that get made where it's like best bin, where you can get a mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, like those oh, like yeah. travel vacation fake things like um Star Tours. Those are always the best little little thingies. Nice. Um, real quick before we get uh, to the main topics and stuff. I was curious, have you guys seen any of the recent releases that have come out? Um, just because I myself have been super busy. I've been trying to get to the theater, but um, have you guys seen anything new recently? I mean, we we talked about Malignant last week. That's the only thing that I've been able to catch recently. My, my life has been very, very crazy lately too, so... Yeah, it's, I realized, it's, it's freaking hard, man. Like, you know what? I realized we used to go to the movies all the time, right? Like, weekly so was a part of our lives, and then when it became not a part of our lives that often, it was hard to get back into it that routine, you know? It so, is I totally agree with you. It's, yeah. I'm, planning, I, I, I'm 
it's funny. I was talking to Gabby about it. I, I want to be able to find like one day per week where like if there's a movie out, it's, de it's designated for that time for me to go see it. So That's, that's what I want to do too because by the time on. like I get home and we get all settled in, it's like it's already seven or eight. It's like, are we going to go to a movie and get home by 11? And then uh, we sound like old people. So we didn't stop complaining, <laughs> but it is, uh, it is definitely tough, but we need to get back out there. What I really want to see is candy, man. I, I've been trying so oh, hard to see candy, man. Uh, can't wait to see it. Yeah. It is. Um, Stay tuned. There will be a Fandalorian club special on the visions. So there you go. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, with that being said, we're going to jump into the first part of our show, which is the movie watching challenge. Oh, yeah. And if you've never uh, witnessed this segment of our show before, each week, one of us gets challenged to a new movie that are not a new movie, but a mo new movie to us that that person individual has not seen. And they're challenged by one of the other members of Apocalypse and it just keeps going. Our only really rules are that you can't challenge the last two people that were challengers. Um, and last week, Jake, you were challenged by Brian Avalosino to watch the Oscar, the multi-Oscar winning film Parasite. So I will hand it to you, good sir. Why don't you give us your thoughts on Parasite? So I, I want to start by... Uh... I want to start by talking about how I have a very love-hate relationship with, um, oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? The director Bong Joon Bong Joon Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so Snowpiercer is one of my favorite movies. I am yes. obsessed with it. Uh, I think the world is so interesting. Um, I think the TV series is very very good as well. Um, Are you still watching it? I am. And then. His one of his other films, Okja, I hate with my entire body. That's right. Um, yeah, oh I, I, I really do despise that movie. Uh, so I have a very, very up and down, and I know he's done a number of other films, obviously, but I have a very up and down uh, relationship with with his movies, and that's because he likes to speak the loudest words possible for whatever story he's telling. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Uh, well, it worked for Snowpiercer you, for you. Yeah, and that's that's the point of being a director and a storyteller. Like that's what you're supposed to do. Um, but in the case of something like Okja, for me, he spoke that a little too loud, and he spoke that in the wrong direction. Um, and that is a movie that I probably will never recommend to someone. Uh, but when it comes to Parasite, because we are here to talk about Parasite, so it won the 2019 Best Picture Oscar on top of a number of other things. Um, it was considered the best film in that year. And so it's been two years since it came out and the movie has been talked about and talked about and talked about specifically when it did come out. And I've never, um, I've always been an advocate for foreign language films. I've always told people don't watch a dubbed over movie, watch the one that has the actual voices with the subtitles. Um, that's what it's there for. Um, but I will say, I think the hype got to me. <gasps> No. Okay. It, it was it was good. It was good. It wasn't best picture. It wasn't best picture winning for me. Oh, um, man. I think that I think that the storytelling is great. What uh, what he does as a as a director and a writer is unbelievable. Um, he's one of the best in the business today for a reason. 
I think the acting is off the charts. I think his cinematography is great. But it just like I was I don't I guess I don't know what I was expecting. Um just because it's been two years. And I will say this because it's on it's available on Hulu. The rights went to Hulu. When you put it on Hulu, do you guys can you guys take a guess on what genre it is on Hulu? Is it under horror? I, I had a feeling that's what I was gonna guess too horror. No, it's under comedy. What? Comedy? Mm-hmm. Because I don't even think it's a horror movie either. No, it's no, no, it's a drama. Yeah, it's, it's a drama. A, um, there's a little bit of thriller in there, but drama for sure. There's a thriller in the last five minutes. The last. Like, yeah. like thrillers like the last five minutes. And it's there's comedy in there, but no, it's not a comedy. So that was already kind of like a hmm, okay, interesting. interesting as soon as I plug it in. Uh and so I and again, I didn't go in with any kind of like uh prior knowledge to the movie. I knew nothing about it. All I knew, well, all, all I knew about it was that it was about social classes. Um, and, and that's what the story was focusing on. And that's all I heard about for two years. And look, don't get me wrong. The movie is, the movie is an incredible movie. It is the way that it's crafted, the way that the story plays out, the things that happen. But for me, it's just one of those movies that I caught too late. Like, I think people had talked about it and built it up so much that I was expecting this like incredible <laughs> masterpiece of a movie. And I didn't get that. Like, I'm glad that I finally was able to watch it. It's good. I would recommend it to everybody. Um, especially because foreign language films definitely need to be seen a lot more. Give them a chance. Um, but it was good. Like, like I'm glad that I watched it, but it was, it was just good interesting so we see brian with the sad lips and the sad face um so first i want to start with brian real quick brian you watched this a little later as well so mm -hmm. you to you the hype lived up to, like it lived up to the hype for you oh i loved it i thought the movie was bat bat crazy yeah and it was just like see i wouldn't describe oh. it as that i would not describe it at that at all well you're boring i, I could see that and i definitely think it it turns that way at a certain point later on in the movie, but the last like 10 minutes of the movie. That's what it turns into. It is very, it is uh, a very weird kind of movie. No. Like the people living on like, there's yeah, so much going on. I liked it. And like the way they infiltrate the family, it's just kind of creepy in a way. Well, uh, so yes, if, I guess if that's what we're talking about, then yes. But like, I don't know. Like it was just. No. I, and I, I've had that happen to me before where like, look, these movies, they get like great reviews, right? It won best picture, right? And then you have that. And then you have like me talking it up these last two years. And I'm sure other people have talked it up to you too. Brian sees it. He talks it up and then you finally have to watch it. So I get it, but no, you he would have liked it less. You acknowledged that like it's a good piece of filmmaking. Like you, you acknowledge that. Oh, hundred percent. And, and yeah. I think he is one of the best filmmakers working today. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to see what he does next because he, like a lot of filmmakers who stay outside of like blockbuster genres, like the Edgar Wrights and the Quentin Tarantinos mm -hmm. and stuff, they always have something to say. And each time it's always something different. And so I'm, I'm interested in seeing where he goes next and what kind of story he decides to tell, because it's always something that people are waiting for. 
Yeah, and that's a good point because, you know, Oakjaw is very different from Parasite, and those are both very different from his other films. So something he does next isn't going to be like those. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he got. Well, look, I, I wasn't sure how you were going to feel about it, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's okay. Sometimes, you know, the hype is too much for sure. <laughs> I know why Jake didn't like it because Ford v. Ferrari was in that nomination. 1917 <laughs> was in that I was nomination. trying to look up my rankings Marriage that Story. Year, and I had it at seven, but I had Marriage Story above it, 1917 above it, Jojo Rabbit above it. So. This one, this probably wouldn't have made my top 10 that year. Yeah, probably not. Because even I loved it and I had it at seven. So I don't know if I wouldn't disagree with you. Like let's let's see. Let me just real quick because I know we do have to move on. Like you, me, I'm sure you like Jojo Rabbit better than it. Let, well, let me look because it's been. It feels like it's been ages ago. Let me look. I think we list. all use the same ranking system too. <laughs> well, you're welcome for that, both of you. Um, let's see. No, that. Uh, okay, so let's see. This was. 2019. No, I wouldn't have made my top ten. It, Not, I mean, I wouldn't. It, it would have. It probably would be around fourteen or fifteen that year. See, now it would probably be either ten or eleven for me. So here's here was my top ten of 2019. I know we're like reminiscing, but yeah. like, hey, we got time. <laughs> here's my top ten of 2019. So I had Ford v Ferrari at number one, 1917 at two, The Peanut Butter Falcon at three, Jojo Rabbit at four. Marriage Story at five, Endgame at six, Knives Out at seven. I had The Rise of Skywalker at eight. I had How to Train Your Dragon three at nine, and I had Long Shot at ten. Yeah, so oh, that makes sense. Those okay, were my ten, and it's not for me. It's not. I I would much rather watch those other movies in this one. See, I am not that far off from you. I have Avengers Endgame, Peanut Butter Falcon, Rise of Skywalker, Toy Story four, Spider Man Far From Home. How to Train Dragon 3, Aladdin, Rocket Man, Jojo Rabbit, and Ford v. Ferrari. So for me, it would be in fighting in between probably Ford v. Ferrari and Parasite. Yeah, I mean, it's still ranked relatively high. I mean, we see like 30, at least 30 or 40 movies, theatrical movies a year. So it's still pretty well, high take up there. What was yours of 2019? <laughs> I mean, I was, uh, I know I was thinking about sharing it. I have God, it up it, already. Doesn't fighting with my family seem like so much longer than just three years ago? There's a, a lot of stuff feels like this was 2019, longer. right? Yeah. 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 So I had Jojo Rabbit number one, I had Endgame number two, I had Aladdin number three, yeah. I had Joker number four, yeah. uh, 1917 at number five, Marriage Story at number six, Parasite at seven. Book Smart at eight, John Wick Chapter Three at nine, and Long Shot at ten. So it did make mine, but number seven. So it makes sense. If it's uh, I just want to. I want to make sure guys's. everybody knows to watch a movie that probably you've never heard of. Go watch a movie called The Mustang, please and thank you. Did that come out in 2019? I'm guessing it did. Yeah, it's about. Nice. Uh, I just want you to watch car movies. It's about. <laughs> it's not about. A, it's not about cars actually. Uh, it is about prison mate prisoners. Uh, oh yeah, training horses. And one prisoner gets very attached to a, a Mustang, and it's an incredibly good film. <laughs> it's about a horse in Brian's life. <laughs> saying it's a Mustang. No, I remember now. It's a he car did, movie. We have been talking about John that. Pierce. Go watch Marriage Story. It is unbelievable. I only got like thirty minutes into that and... Marriage Story, Brian. Yeah, oh, Marriage Story that, is a maybe because it was a little like 
too on the nose. Look, it's heavy. <laughs> it's de there's certain people I wouldn't recommend watch it, but I that movie got robbed is, that year. She got robbed. That movie is amazing. So I incredible. Think that, it was probably too on the nose for me. That's probably why I was like, mm, no. you know, I like reminiscing about this year. It was the last year we were all like doing podcasts in Brian's apartment and doing them all in person. So I'm like getting visual memories of it all. No, we did it early 2020. Yeah, but that was the last time we did end of year rankings and stuff. Yeah, and our so. awards and everything. Yeah, dude, so. look at times. my box, the golden I... fireballs. Yeah, <laughs> so Shit. stupid, but it's a good name. <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, all right, so the second part of the movie watching challenge, Jake, uh, with our new system in place, you get to choose who you're challenging, and you get to choose the movie they're going to be watching. Yeah, so uh, this obviously only leaves two options open for me because I don't get to challenge either of you, being that you were the two most recent people that uh, take, took part in it. Um, and so what I did is I didn't want to challenge either. I didn't like have a desire to challenge either G or Keith. I went through their list and I was like, okay, what was the one movie that I really wanted to challenge that person to? And Gio's got some good ones on there. And I was looking at just the new list we created. So I didn't get to go back and look at the old one because I know the old one has a lot of movies that I want people to see. And I'm but off I, the table. But I saw one on uh, Keith's list, and I go, okay, boom, that's got to be the movie uh, for multiple reasons. One, he seems to be the biggest advocate of this world uh, on this channel outside of myself. Two, he has a brand new film coming out. And three, it's just ridiculous that he hasn't seen this movie. <laughs> so uh, I am challenging Keith to uh, the final installment to Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy, World's End. So nice. he is finally going to be watching The World's End, um, one of Edgar Wright's great, great films. Obviously, he has uh, Last Night in Soho coming out. Um, and so, uh, and, and Keith has said multiple times that Hot Fuzz is one of his favorite movies of all time. And he's a big I was Scott say, Pilgrim guy. Hot yeah, fuzz. He's, mm -hmm. he's a big Dead. Scott Pilgrim guy, and, and obviously, Shaun of the Dead. And so, uh, he's got a round out of three and watch the world's end. So Keith, enjoy it, my friend. It's one of my favorites. So weird. So Keith hadn't seen that world or the world's end, and Geo has only seen the world's end. <laughs> it's like so. Geo watches movies backwards, though. He watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine before Blade Runner, and like yeah, that's true. Interesting. Just, so yeah. somebody tweet Keith. He's watching uh <laughs> He's watching the world's end now. We'll let him know. We'll let him know. What's up, man? Uh, Chuck, you might be wrong about that, but that's okay. Ooh. I mean, they're all good, but I would agree, but it's because I love the other two so much. But I, to be fair, I've only seen The World's End once, so I need to watch it again. I've only seen it once. I haven't seen it. Or Hot Fuzz. <gasps> oh, okay, my can goodness. We, can we just move on, please? Oh, please. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and move on. Um, it is Tuesday. That means... It's Newsday, so we have a little bit of news to talk about. <laughs> and I'm going to shoot to our news correspondent, Jake Berlin. I mean, it's not really Tuesday news. <laughs> it's not why we're here. Um, news we're going to get to... Hey, I'm trying to make the most of a three-man show, right? We're going to get to our... Because uh, obviously the thumbnail says that we're get, we're doing the Breakfast Club recasting fantasy draft. That'll be coming up in the next 10 to 15 minutes. But we, I, I wanted to plug this in um, because it's it's a very big news story. And it's going to come back around again very soon on this channel because we're actually going to rank his movies, um, his Warner Brothers films. But there was some news recently about Christopher Nolan's because Christopher Nolan 
is no longer going to be working with Warner Brothers after the move that they pulled with HBO Max. He did not agree with it, so he's currently shopping his film. It seems like Universal might be the landing spot for where he's going to go, but that now all depends on the demands that he has given the studio for uh, his upcoming project. And so here is the current list of reported, again, not official, but reported things that were said uh, Christopher Nolan demanded uh, for a studio in his upcoming film. One, he wants a $100 million budget. Two, he wants $100 million towards marketing. Three, he wants 100% creative control. Uh, four, he does not want the studio to release any major film within three weeks of his film, either before or after. And finally, he wants his film to be in theaters for 100 plus days. Um, and so a lot of hundreds in there. Uh, very, <laughs> very big numbers. And look, this is really the first time that, that we've ever seen this happen. Or this is obviously or maybe come to light from a director to a studio. Um, and I, I get it. Nolan is Nolan and he's made some incredibly powerful films and his films are event films and they're one of a kind, but this might be a little outlandish. A little. This guy thinks he can do whatever the hell he wants. (laughs) Like he, you've made some good movies, but you've also made some stinkers. Like, Tenet was not. I haven't seen it, but like I don't think he's made a stinker. As I mean, but uh, underwhelming films for sure. Well, he's never made a rotten film on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so like I don't like Dark Knight Rises that much, to be honest. This, I mean, someone is going to be dumb enough to obviously do this. I mean, someone will do it. See, now I think someone will do it. Someone will be like, okay. And, but this dude, like, make your own company then. Like, he, he wants, yeah, exactly. What I was just about to say, he wants 100% control of everything. And it's just like. James Wan had 100% control over Malignant. Yeah, but that also (laughs) wasn't like. This guy want I mean, who does that I, was a, a low budget film though, malignant. I no, I I know yeah. the um, hundred days. Ooh, you guys aren't gonna like what I have to say. Nothing around the movie for three weeks. Get out of here. Like so basically he wants a whole month of just his movie for that company. It's bro, your movies aren't gonna like bring in a billion dollars every single time. Has he done a billion dollars since uh, one of the Dark Knight movies? I don't think so, but they they gotten up there though, like seven hundred, eight hundred million. Yeah, I I don't know. Tenant, you can do. What I mean, you I don't. Want, I don't think that is going to reach a, a billion dollars. <clears throat> like I, I think if he reaches upwards of like seven hundred, then. Well, if he's only asking for a hundred million budget, like that's actually modest to be on in today's blockbusters. Yeah, like uh, Endgame. Endgame was two hundred fifty million for the. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. That's fine. Like his his level movie, I think he should be allowed to have the hundred million. That's fine. I don't have any problem with that. My stuff lies with mostly the three week uh, block off because yeah, I'm not a big fan of that part of it. 
you are then stopping them from making money outside of your movie. So your movie better be number one at the box office every single one of those weeks. Otherwise, you are now dragging money that they could be making. I mean, do I doubt that he will not be number one when his movie goes out? No, it probably will be, unless it's going up against something insane. But number one could be $40 million, though. Who knows? You know? Okay, yeah. so real quick, I just want to intervene quickly just to put this stat out there. So I'm going to exclude Tenant because yeah, I would have, it didn't have yeah, it's the, not fair. The, the normal run. Um, since Batman Begins, he hasn't had a movie that's made less than $530 million at the box office. Batman Begins good. made 370. Both Dark Knight movies made over a billion. Interstellar made 700 and Inception made 840. What has he made after what is the movies that have been after the last Batman movie? Interstellar, Dunkirk and Tenet. What did Dunkirk make? Uh, like about 540, five, 550. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, cuz it's not a like worldwide opinion. No, it was a it was a war film and war films yeah don't, it's tough well look all. all right i agree with brian on the three weeks before three weeks after look i understand he doesn't want major competition for his films but they wouldn't release a like they wouldn't release a fast movie in that same time frame anyway they would try to avoid that so they would be releasing like maybe one of their animated films or something like that but other than that i don't mind these requests if um can you guys clarify didn't Universal agree to this or no? Are they is it are they negotiating? Uh I would have to double check, but I think they might just be in negotiations. I okay, mean, you so have to think of it this way. There's no I, way Disney's gonna go along with I, I'm yeah, I'm pretty Warner sure that Bro Warner Brothers okay. is out. That leaves yeah. what? Sony well, and Sony, Paramount. Sony or Paramount, neither of them have the money. So uh, Lionsgate probably wouldn't have yeah, they, they it's, wouldn't, it's universal. Probably. It's it's universal. I mean, any studio has the money. They just it depends if they want to take the risk. But I just think well, they all borrow the money anyway. But uh a hundred I don't mind a hundred million dollar budget because most of his move like the movies that I he's gonna either. make these days are gonna be in the hundred million dollar range. Hundred million that's, in that's marketing. Honestly, that's honestly for his movies. That's a low budget for a Christopher Nolan. It is. That's what I was actually kind of thinking too. Like, and look then, at the movies he's made, like Inception. Interstellar, like look what at is, like um, require a lot of special effects. I'm pretty sure they spend nearly a hundred million dollars on marketing anyway. I'm gonna, hold for, on, I'm gonna look up some some budgets real quick for a film like Tenet. And then I honestly, he already has a hundred percent creative control. So the only things he's demanding outside of that is the three weeks before and after, which that's kind of ridiculous. But the um, hundred plus days in theater, which is a new thing, because he wouldn't have had to done that, have to do that before. It, I believe it used to be 90 days or something. I was uh, gonna say, what is the what before pandemic? It used to be 90. I'm pretty sure. Do you want? Yeah. So, do you guys want to know how much tenant cost? Oh, I'm sure it costs probably a lot. Budget. Probably, I'll it's say his, it's the highest. It's it's its highest budget since. Good guess. Hold on. Uh, it's his highest budget on a film since The Dark Knight Rises. Tenant costs two hundred million dollars on a. Oh my goodness! The Dark Knight Rises was two hundred and fifty. You know, like that plane shot where the plane crashes into yeah. the hangar. So I think that was a practical. It shot. was. It was. Yeah. So like he's spending. I don't know which costs more, the practical to do it practically or. Well, paid. it depends on how many times you got to shoot it. That's like six planes. 
Oh my God. I never thought about that. They definitely didn't get it right on the first try. <laughs> um, look, I don't think this is crazy, but I do look, we know Nolan's like this, so I don't think it's yeah. surprising. Look, I, I'm going to say this. So I'm with you. I think the three weeks before and after thing is a little ridiculous, but when I think back to it, Christopher Nolan's movies always owned the beginning of July, the beginning slash middle of July, always. And people knew, studios knew that it was a Christopher Nolan film, so they stayed away from it. It's really not that far out of the realm of possibility that that happens because no one's going to want to go up against a Christopher Nolan film. They're not. They know what kind of money his movies make. They are shot for IMAX. They're shot for big screens. They're shot for experiences. Um, he gets really big actors involved. He tells the gigantic stories that are truly one of a kind. Uh, the rest of it, like... I don't know what people spend on marketing. $100 million could be a lot. I'm not sure. Um, the 100 plus days in theaters for me might be a little ridiculous because if movie seasons get back to normal, then that might be stretching it. Like that's over three months in theaters. That's a long time. You have to make money on the Blu-rays and stuff. So I that, mean, that's a that's a long time. And most of the time, movies don't stay in the in the first spot of the box office for more than like three or four weeks unless it's a very rare film. Yeah. So if there's more that comes out around it, that hundred days in theaters, that's the one that like they, they should never guarantee. Cause that probably will never happen. Um, the rest of it's like, like whatever, just li just like, if he gets a hundred million dollars for a budget, that's nothing compared to his previous movies. Interstellar yeah. was 170, 165. I'm uh, sure, Dunkirk was sure fifty at least a hundred million. So it's, it's, yeah. I mean, look, if there's any director out there, Christopher Nolan's going to get it. Um, the movie just needs to be good. He needs to stop telling stories that are confusing as fuck. <laughs> I'm guessing so, you saw Tenet. <laughs> yeah, I watched, it, I watched it last year and I was like, <laughs> okay, I don't need to watch that again because I don't know what the hell is happening. Yeah, so. it's it's interesting. I need to watch it with subtitles on and maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe I I'll figure it out. For if I'm Brian, we're on Christopher Nolan. We haven't done Practice Club yet, so stay tuned. No, about five minutes. Talking about Christopher Nolan's demands. Uh, <laughs> I would, I think that Nolan for Breakfast Club. No way. Yeah, I just caught that. <laughs> no, thank you. It is a uh, universal property too, which is funny. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I think for me, everything's. I could care less about everything else other than that three weeks before and after that's just ridiculous. yeah and it would just be that studios movie so disney could still drop you know captain america yeah. 4 right before so Nolan's i would film, i would know? say this i would say i understand three weeks after i don't understand three weeks before because the second his movie comes out it's the movie Wait, to see. what you're right i mean it's, i guess he's saying he doesn't want him in theaters at the same time I, but. i'm fine if he was like okay i don't want three i don't want a movie coming out three weeks after my movie's release but three weeks before is like almost like a, a weird proposition because that doesn't make once sense. his movie comes out, everyone's going to go see his movie. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to release Jurassic World or F10. And that's right that's also a huge, it, you know huge I mean? giant fact right there. What's up, Tim? That's also a big gigantic fact, too, because that's, what, that's what's made his movie so confusing. Well, here's my thing with it, too, is with that three weeks, say they just they so he doesn't want any Ooh, of their he did movies. write tenant by himself interesting 
So say he doesn't want any of those movie, any of that studio's movies to be out three weeks before. What if they dropped a movie a month before his movie? It does he expect him to only let it be in theaters for a week? Like, I mean, I think he means release date, like not in theaters. Is what I'm guessing. I I have a feel. Look and look, we're talking about this in the sense of like. <laughs> Like Christopher Nolan doesn't want to make his movie unless these demands are met. Like I imagine the guy's actually a pretty good dude. He's a great filmmaker. Tim's right. He needs to have a co-writer on his films to kind of bring his head back to earth where, where people like us are trying well, to enjoy a his movie brother. rather than go to math class. Anyway. Um, like, why didn't his brother help with movie. Tenet? <laughs> yeah. I just want to be able to come out of his movies going like, Oh, I want no. So now, what I want, now, I want the interstellar effect where, where I was blown away by the movie, but I was thinking about it for a week, two weeks, three weeks, trying to figure it out, but not to a complex way where I still have no idea what tenant was about. Like I, I want to be able to think and try to figure it out. And okay. Even a better understanding, the inception effect where it's left open-ended for me to decide. Right? Or like Inception, the the ending. That's, that's what I just said. Oh, did you? I thought you said Interstellar. I no, I, well, I, I said Interstellar then Inception. Okay. I just, I I loved it when he made movies that were extremely complex, and they made you think, and your mind was kind of like twisting and turning as you're watching, and then you walk out and you're like talking with friends, like, okay, this is what I understood. What, like, let's piece this together. But you know Tenet. what's funny? I when I watched Tenet. Everybody was like kind of quiet leaving the theater because I, it's just like, nobody knows what to say. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, I don't want to leave this movie going. Yeah, 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 yeah. In order to like feel that special like twist or whatever it is, you have to be able to follow along the whole time, you know. So, yeah, yeah we'll see. I, I still believe in the guy, so I'm I'm sure he has something big. Oh, planned I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. think he's gonna go down as one of the best filmmakers ever, and I think what yeah. he did was great. I just. I want him to just scale back a tiny bit. Yeah, I agree. Give him Superman, see what he does with it. Well, he executive produced Man of Steel, so I don't think he wants to touch anything more DC for a while. Thomas Book or pre-existing properties. Yeah. Hey, Marvel's here. <laughs> give him, give him something like, uh, what's something that's been total crap in the comic book genre that needs like a full revamp, like a Ninja Turtles. <laughs> give him a Ninja Turtles movie. That would be crazy. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. No, gonna... give Chris Nolan a Transformers movie. There we go. Perfect Dude, match. That would be interesting. Yeah. I would look everyone's just yelling at me. Okay, we need to move yeah. on. Need to Bumblebee move on. 2. Bumblebee 2. There I think go. that was to my Superman. <laughs> um all righty. Well, let's get to what you came here for, and that is the Breakfast Breakfast Club draft. I'm excited for this one. Big John Hughes fan. I actually just rewatched Breakfast Club this morning to prepare for this. Wanted to feel it fresh in my mind. So, Jake, take us away. What are we getting into, man? Oh, well, there you go, Jacob. Look, you know, it already crossed my <laughs> okay, mind. Okay, 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 okay. And, let's, let's reel back. Let's reel back. Let's and reel back. I uh, no, it wouldn't work. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, so if you have not joined us before, thank you all for joining us. I see the numbers jumping up here. Uh, we, we do what's called a fantasy movie draft here on. Oh, Tim Franco, that's good. That, I. That's good. Yeah. That would Definitely. be interesting because um, um, so we do fantasy movie drafts here on Apocalypse. We do all kinds of sorts of, of fantasy movie drafts. We've done any, anything from our most recent one, which was 
uh, drafting uh, the Suicide Squad for a possible Suicide Squad 3. Uh, we have done uh, holiday dinner parties. We've done action heroes. But uh, this is one that's going to you'll see pop up quite a bit because it's it's something we can do for a lot of stuff. But we're going to do a fantasy draft and we're going to recast a film. Uh, tonight we're doing The Breakfast Club. Uh, one we did before this. What did we recast last time? We've only done one and uh, it was Back to the Future. We did Back to the Future. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. We recasted Back to the Future. Sure. Um, Can I just say, clear something up really quick for everyone? For the record, he's the one that's picking the movies that get recasted. That's for... fine. People can come at me. That's fine. I don't care. Well, um, also, to be fair, we sat around for like 45 minutes in Jake's house trying to come up with a movie, and we couldn't so just, decide on one. So, so Jake uh, just chose. <laughs> we're we're going to recast the, back, uh, the Breakfast Club, and we're going to do... The five students plus Principal Vernon. That's what we're doing. I know the janitor is heavily the janitor is heavily involved in the film, but we're going to stick to the six. The way the format works here is that we have a draft board that we've created with names for each character. We're going to be able to choose one from each of those categories, and then at the end of the night, uh, our last pick is always a borrow where we can take one person from anybody else's team that isn't in the first or second round, and we'll get to that once we get there. Um, but we're just going to cast these characters, and we're going to see what kind of cast we come up with as a group. Uh, we were supposed to have two others with us tonight. Uh, they weren't able to make it, unfortunately, and so there's a lot more for the choosing for us. Uh, hey, so let me go like ahead and bring that. up the draft board real quick so we can take a look at it. This is the official draft board that we have tonight. So uh, you have you have the recluse, um, which you can see the list there. You have the jock, nerd, beauty, rebel, and then obviously Pr Principal Richard Vernon down there. Um, and these are all the names that we get to pick from. Uh, once one is chosen, it gets crossed off, and we're doing it just like fantasy sports style. We are picking our draft snake style, um, and I will bring up a randomizer to randomize the names, and we will go from there. I'm sure it'll be very easy for us because there's only three of us, uh, but I I'm, I'm excited to do this because there's a lot of names on here that a lot of people may not recognize as like big names. There's a lot of TV names. There's a lot of people who are just kind of popping up now. Um so yeah, this this one should be fun. Thoughts, guys? Uh, uh, I'm excited. Principal one is stacked. The principal, the principal is perfect. Like every name on there is perfect. Ever, I would be fine with any of them. Yeah, and any they'd all be so different that. too, which is yeah. which is cool. I'm there's some of these names on here. I'm like, how did I not think of that person for this? So I'm excited. And look, I will say, with these castings, the age range of the actors is so varies so much but i'm pretty sure the breakfast club original cast their age ranges were all over the place too so like they all they always have like adults playing high school kids in movies 100%. even unless you're like molly ringwald she was 17 so Look at dear evan hansen um all right let me bring this up real quick and we'll we'll get the draft order and then we will get going on this so names are in I'll click randomize and this is the draft order Spring even though there's already the like jake's the only one who can see it I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jake, Brian, Jacob. Oh, of course. Uh, Jake, uh, Brian, actually, Jake. I love the snake turn. So there you go. Jake, Brian, Jacob. Um, I sent you guys the official list that we can cross them off. It should be in your email. If not, it's going to be pretty easy with only I being three it. of us. Um, but that means I get to go first. Let me go and bring up our draft music. Give me a sec. Rigged. And we will get going. Yeah, it's always rigged. What are you talking about? <laughs> they yeah, I rigged it because I wanted the snake, the the three and it's actually better this time because there's only three of us <laughs> yeah it's gonna be really i think it's gonna be really easy like we're each gonna get the i get the third and fourth pick 
I'm not only picking right. my people, though. I'm stealing some of your guys. I'm right. on the clock. Okay, so where's this list? Okay. So there's a couple there that I'm okay with. All right, so I'm gonna go with one. I just I want to take it right away. Um, I'm gonna go with beauty category first. I'm gonna go with Claire, and I'm gonna cast Madeline Klein as my Claire. If you know who Madeline Klein is, uh, you have watched Outer Banks. Uh, she is Sarah in Outer Banks, and I think she'd be a great Claire Standish in a reboot. That is a good choice. Trying to find the list, even though I know what I'm picking. Oh well. Um, give me the most obvious. Give me Saoirse Ronan in freaking Brian. So easy. Ooh, of course, of She's course. Perfect. She can do, literally do no wrong. Well, I can just. Whoa, oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Which, which she was? She, she's Claire as well. Okay. Yeah. All right, Mr. Interesting. Jacob. Okay. All right. This is tough, but I have to go big, and I have to choose the best name for the principal possible, and that is J.K. Simmons. Give me J.K. Ah, Simmons. Principal he is just, that's damn just it. so perfect. That was me. That was mine. Good choice. Right. Even right. though I love one of my choices, I really wanted to choose one of my choices, but that is the best choice. It absolutely is the best choice. You're welcome. He was the last person I added to the list. Yeah. The very um, last person. Yeah. Well, I'll just say real quick, I would have loved to seen Sebastian Stan play something like that. Like, I think it would have been so cool, like, to see him in a kind of jerky role. Because we always see him. I mean, I guess Winter Soldier was a jerk at first, but, you know. Um, all right. Let's see here. You know what? Once I saw this name on the list, I was like, oh, my goodness. That no. is absolutely 100% perfect. Do so it. I'm going to go with Jack Dylan Glazer oh, as B. Johnson. <laughs> he is so perfect for true. That was mine. God. Uh, Did you nominate him? Yeah. You ass. Oh, there's a there's an ad. Excuse the ad. I'm already picturing the cast in my head. God. Uh, but what what is he for? He's for he's nerd. Uh Brian Johnson, I believe. Yes, nerd. Okay. Oh, don't want that showing. There we go. Uh, okay. All right, Brian. Go ahead. I want Taika for the principal. Ooh, That's nice. That's a good one, what? too. You know what? That's totally cool. I get the picking of a lot yep. now for principal because you guys are out of it. So I'm cool. I get to sit back and make that pick last. <gasps> Pardis, don't feel bad. I think I saw it was forced to watch it either the end of last year or this year. So you were challenged. I challenged you to it. Yeah. yeah. Tim Franco, I am so happy you made this reference. Thank you, sir. And it's so true. <laughs> oh wow. He is he's the dick ski, the ski dude. That's true. Yeah. Time machine, man. My bad, my bad. But so we don't good. see him a lot. He's always so likable in his roles. Um, all right. Next up, let's see here. Uh, 
I'm going to. Oh man. You know what? I'm going to go with Allison Reynolds. I'm going to choose the recluse. And I'm going with my girl, Emma Mackey. If you don't know who she is, she is uh, the main actress from Sex Education on Netflix. I'm going to go with Emma Mackey. I've been wanting to watch that, Jake. It looks oh, it's so, it's so good. It looks Jesus very really interesting. So Are you finished good. with it, Jake? Yeah, I finished it. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Gabby. You were muted. Oh. Hi. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm up again. Let's see here. Who do I don't have to go to the principal. Uh, I can wait on him. I don't really like any of those choices, if I'm being honest. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to choose John Bender here. And I'm going to go with my boy, Cole Sprouse. He plays really? a little bit of a bad boy in Riverdale, Sweet Life, and Zach and Cody days. Give me Cole Sprouse. Oh, is party. he one of the brothers from that he is. Sweet Life and Zach? Wow. Brian, it came out on Friday of last week. Season now, that's where I saw the at, the trailer for yeah, it. Yeah, Sex like, Education is probably the best written show on television right now. It really is. Yeah. Wow. Three seasons have not let up whatsoever. Is they it a British been. show? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what is Dylan Sprouse in now, Jake? What did you mention? Riverdale. He's in Cole Sprouse. Uh, he is. He plays in Riverdale? in Riverdale. Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. Sean Wingblade, you are correct also. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Chuck, that's why you're not drafting and I am. You're welcome. I thought you hit a Timothy Chalamet for Rebel. What are you talking about, Chuck? <sighs> While we wait for Brian, I just want to say shout out to uh, physical media because Breakfast Club is not available on any streaming service like to watch for free that you already own. You have to rent it. And I pulled out my old DVD, A Breakfast Club, to rewatch it. If anybody ever asks you, why should I buy physical media? That's why. Because <laughs> I didn't have to pay to watch it again. I... Crap. Come on, Brian. You got about five I'm going to go <laughs> with my recluse. And mm. I'm gonna actually steal someone and go <gasps> Zendaya. Oh damn! I was thinking about using her. That's a good pick. So I actually did a little research, uh, just kind of preparing for tonight, and I was seeing if like anybody else had recasted like the film over the years. Um, and she is like arguably the one thing that popped up everywhere, everywhere for the recluse character. Really? Yeah. She'd she, be a good fit for it. Yeah, they. I saw her name multiple times in a lot of different areas. And this was a couple years ago, too, like even before Euphoria came out. Um, so just imagine what she can do now after all the experience she's had. Absolutely, yeah. Hmm. Um, all right, Jacob, you're on the clock. You got two picks mm -hmm. in a row. All right, so this is interesting. He's going to look so much older than the rest of my cast. But once I saw this, I really liked it. 
I'm gonna go with Alden Ehrenreich as my God character. Damn. Oh man, I'm still in Brian's everywhere. I'm still in Brian's everywhere. I'm so after I said Zendaya, I went shit. I should have picked it. Brian, that means I like your choices more than mine, unless those weren't your. No, choices. that wasn't. That wasn't a. Uh, that was mine. That oh, was not, dude, that's he'd be so good in that role. Yeah, He's yep. he looks young. He can pull it off. I, mean, I don't think how old was Emilio Estevez? He's, so the he reason why so I had a hard time because I wanted to I wanted to have an even number for all of them because I had yeah. to fill in a lot of spots myself. We didn't get all the the uh submittals like or submits yeah. like I expected. And I was just like throwing names around and go, wait a second. Han, Jock, mm. duh. Like, let's throw him in there and see if he gets picked. So there we go. And yeah. again, like it would this would be a lot different if both Keith and Max were able to make it, but um I mean, look, Emilio Estevez, he looked old in the movie, so. No, he yeah. did. <laughs> he looked, like, he could either be, like, 22 or 32. Like, you never know. That's why she's perfect. Exactly. You just put her in breakfast. Yeah. She's good. I'm, now that I'm looking at Jock, I should have nominated someone. Okay, should. hold on. Let me, uh, Jacob, before you go on your next pick, I'm going to bring up the first three rounds. So hold on a second. Yeah. Good. All right. Here's what the first three rounds look like, everybody. So I started off by taking Madeline Klein as beauty. Brian took Saoirse Ronan as beauty. Yeah. And then Jacob went with J.K. Simmons as uh, Principal Vernon, followed by Jack Dylan Glazer as nerd. Uh, Brian went with Taika as Principal Vernon. And I took Emma Mackey as recluse. And then I followed it up with Cole Sprouse as rebel. Uh, and Brian took Zendaya as recluse. And Jacob took Alden Ironreich as jock. So only one jock off the board so far. Um and only one yeah. nerd as well. So I had to get my jock before you guys took them. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm back on the clock. All right. So, Brian, I did want to choose Zendaya as my recluse, but I'm going to go with a little of an unknown name. But oh, she, I, I, oh, never mind. I don't ahead. think you, you're probably not going to know. It's so random. I don't even know how she got on the board. Like, I didn't choose her, but I do, I do like what I've seen from her. She played Dora the Explorer in the live action version. That is Isabella Marced. You're welcome. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, yep. I think she's a really good actress. So I'm going to choose her as my recluse. You're welcome. That was mine. So reclu recluse is done. Recluse is off the board. Allison. Uh, Allison Reynolds is no longer. We picked all Allison Reynolds. All right. I'm kind of. I got to wait on my the beauty because you guys both chose yours right away. <laughs> um, all right, Brian, you're up. It's funny because I thought of a jock that's not on the list, and now like he's the only person I can literally think of. Hmm. Um, I'll just say it since he's not on there. But Jacob B. Lordy, however you say his last name, I should put him. Um, I. I'm going to go with uh for my oh should I get my nerd? Can you name her transformer? Nussbaum? I can. I am going to take my nerd. Okay. And I am going to take Lucas Hedges. All right. Funny, I saw him in the jock role, personally. He could play either one, I think. There's a couple people on here who can kind of play either one. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if it was intentional, but we haven't Zendaya and Beauty and Rick. It wasn't so both of those were nominated by Max. He picked her for Oh her. nice. Nice. Um she could play he either was, he one. Really, also. really bummed he couldn't be here. He was actually excited for this one. No, I, I thought you'd mentioned that he was yeah. gonna be on. So I was he was really to looking on. forward to it, but work kind of kicked him in the butt today. So I should have uh, just picked the cast of Lady Bird. I could have easily um <laughs> all right. So let's see. I have beauty, I have recluse, I have rebel. You let's go with my nerd. Let's pick a nerd because I'm gonna save my jock for last. I'm going to go with a nerd. As much as I want to round out my sex education cast. Jake's nominations are all sex education. and As much man. as I want to take my, my sex education uh, cast member here, I'm going to go with someone who I think is one of the best young actors working today, and that is Noah Jupe. Um, he is the son in A Quiet Place. He was the son mm -hmm. in uh, Ford v. Ferrari, and a role that a lot of people didn't know or have not seen him in, he was Shia. He played Shia LaBeouf in Shia's film Honey Boy. Uh, he played his son in the movie. Uh, so check that out. I'm gonna take him as my nerd. Noah Jupe. Wait, he played Shia LaBeouf's son. Well, Shia LaBeouf was playing his father, and so and he then, played Shia technically. Oh, when they were younger, when yes, he was younger. Yes, okay, because yes. Lucas Hedges played him older, right? As like a I haven't teenager, seen it. Yes, I haven't seen yes. Honey Boy. Yeah. Um. All right, so I'm going to go with my jock now because I can wait on my principal. And this one's tough, man. This is an interesting category. Uh, and there's a lot of good names. Jacob already took one. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to take my uh outer my outer, my outer Banks yeah. co-star here, Drew Starkey. Who plays Sarah's brother on Outer Banks? So Madden Klein and Drew Starkey are returning together. <laughs> this guy. And Chuck, you can come after me all you want, bud. Jake watches so much TV. If, like, if, look, Chuck. <clears throat> if, even if you don't like Outer Banks, you gotta admit <clears throat> he plays a great jock in that. Jake, movie. I still don't understand how you have so like how you watch so much TV. Like ever since I met you, he watches like fifty shows ongoing and i'm like how <laughs> it's crazy um awesome because and honestly a lot of times you're referencing actors and actresses that i've never i haven't heard of because i never watched those shows <laughs> that's why I, that's why i do it because i know that they're gonna be like who is that and I'll, be, I'll just swoop them up yeah, swoop that's them a good up. Uh, that's a good technique yeah john that's actually not a bad nomination for a principal no you guys left the best principal on the block the best principal on the board. Uh, no. He said yeah, his principal absolutely. would be what Tom Hiddleston. He's gonna play like a 25 year old principal. I know, right? <laughs> I guess it's possible, right? He <laughs> just like hammered out his schooling like yeah. super early, graduated early. I understand that reference. What 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 movie? Uh, that is, is it, uh, my favorite um, movie of all time, Prisoner Mask Man. Your favorite movie, my favorite Harry Potter movie of all time. Oh, his favorite movie of all time. His favorite Harry Potter movie of all time. Sorry, Whoa. sorry. <laughs> we got to clip that out, Brian. I will. <laughs> uh, oh, it's my pick. Duh. Um, Why well, was I going to say Loki, a Loki reference? <laughs> like, I thought that was a Loki reference. It would. <laughs> I'm going to go with my jock. 
and grab Ty Sheridan. Nice. He could definitely pull that off. It's so funny because we've seen a couple of these actors play different roles than what we're drafting them as. Like Ty Sheridan was quote unquote like a nerd in Ready Player One, right? And now you're drafting him as a jock. So I, it's just interesting. That's well, awesome. you know what's weird is I feel like his Cyclops kind of felt like a jock. I don't know why. Well, I, I don't know I if he was so much a jock, but he was like kind of just like a like well, reserved he, person. He felt I mean, I guess Cyclops is always like the leader of the X-Men. So like I guess, but he felt like the popular kid. That's not what you think, Partis. Shoot us up in, in the uh, Discord, man. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Nussbaum, uh, <laughs> you are so on point with this too. So on point. That that'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All oh, right. Starter, so that's not bad. What is his name? What is House's name? Who? The actor that played in that TV show House. Uh that is Hugh Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. No. Is it Hugh Laurie? Yeah. I think it's that's Hugh not Laurie. a bad choice, Nardu. Yeah. All, All right, right so, well, I love my nominations for the... See, this is this is, this is is the problem, though. You're picking everybody else's nominations, which makes me believe that you don't like your nominations. Yeah. I do. I do, but you guys chose some good choices, man. You guys chose <laughs> some good choices. Um, it's so funny. Jacob texts me. He goes, I, I, try, I, just, I tried to be outside the box, and meanwhile, I see Doc Ray Montgomery on his list. I'm yeah. like, All right. really? You guys really? cannot deny. Which is I know I rolled in for right everything, now. but he would be a good role for for the. Uh, what see, is I see name? him. I see him as a jock, as not rebel. For, yeah, rebel. Really? I don't see him. I don't see him as John Bender. No, really? He's not, no. no, not even close. I he's totally the do. Yeah. Ah, that's interesting. You're way but off John, John Bender is so unique. Like he has to be this specific type yeah. of actor. Hmm. Well. Then I'm gonna That's go ahead and I'm choose Timothy Chalamet as Fuck my John Ben. Wow! Because look, Chalamet I'm, on the board. Look, honestly, I knew somebody else was gonna nominate him, so yeah. I avoided nominating him for anything. Right? Wow! I but hate you. when it comes to the draft, you got to take the best player on the board. You know, and you know why he he I was nominated because he played this same exact role but not as good in, in Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. Yeah. He was literally John Bender and Lady Bird. Mad. Look, Brian, you can't have Cersei Ronan and Timothy Chalamet in every single movie. I absolutely like, can't. If Brian was casting director of every movie, Tim, they'd Tim, both be in okay, it. Okay, now I feel like we need to get Tim Franco on the show one time because all his picks are just trumping all of ours. Hey, wow, that is perfect. I, John Pierce, I had her on the list at one point, but I took her off. I took her off. She would be a great rebel. Oh, there you I go. That's, that's a good choice too. RDJ is the principal. Duh. Yeah. I don't would, even know um, who the rest of these stupid rebel people are, other than Logan. Oh, uh, real quick. So Jacob, before actually, no. Let's go one more round, and I'll show the draft. I'll show the draft. Well, this is yeah, the final so round. I'll just say, look, if I'm putting together this movie and I can get Timothy Chalamet in that role, I'm doing it. So that's that's what it is. He's a bigger name than Doctor, even though I, I love Doctor Montgomery. You you know that. Um. Oh, so I get to go back. This is my last choice. This is your last so, choice. My last so choice. Okay, so I chose. I saved the beauty for last, but because I could, could, but also I am so torn. And I'll tell you what, Jake, this is going to be one of my choices, and I still haven't decided. I'm deciding in my brain because I know one kind of makes sense, but the other one I think would work out really well. 
<sighs> All right. So I'm going to go with Elle Fanning as the beauty. Oh, my God. Of course you are. Favorite actresses. And look, my other choice was uh, Sophia Lillis, I believe is her name. How and Florence she, Pugh did not make it on this list because of him, I will never know. She wouldn't so have fit. I almost roles. added her, but I, I tried to keep it to unknown. It's funny, Jacob, again, I'm not trying to knock uh, picks here. I see Elle Fanning as the recluse, not the beauty. No, so you know what's... Okay, when I sent you my original list on Gmail, I had her in the recluse segment. Okay, I see but her I as think, the recluse. I think she can play both. It depends. Because look, Molly Ringwald in... Uh, what's it called? 16, 16 candles? candles she's like the loser girl right but in this she's the popular girl so she no, played fair. both so i feel like l fanny can play both and i look sophia lillis would have been a great choice but i don't want to have to be like there she's a redhead so she has to be a redhead too like i didn't want to do that so i'm gonna go with l fanning because i think she's so amazing and she's underrated jake i expected you to put um samara weaving in this She's she's too old for this. She doesn't look. There's actors who are she, older, but they look yeah. like they could be in high school. She does not look like she could be in high school. Well, since Jacob's an asshole, and <laughs> I still like three of Brian's. Picks. Timothy, he literally did. Timothy Chalamet. That's bomb. Uh, you, you're making great choices tonight, my man. Uh, as I'm long as he falls in some manure, I'm happy. Nobody understands the reference. But that's okay. No, I am taking my last pick for which is my rebel and i'm taking miles heiser now okay brian so i had it when you sent me your list i'm i'm surprised you even know who this is can you explain to me how you know who he is 13 Elaborate. reasons why okay so i haven't seen 13 reasons why but i've seen him in other stuff so i wasn't sure how you knew who he was and he's from uh love simon oh i was gonna say isn't he in love simon yeah <laughs> he's freaking phenomenal I actually, who's the lead actor in Love, Simon? I actually nominated him tonight. Nick Robinson. I nominated not. him. Oh, so did I. But for, I think, I don't know what for what role. You both nominated him for the same thing. Oh, oh for God. That's why he's only on there once. The, what, like, why would his name be there twice? It's <laughs> so random. <laughs> it's just, um, I'm going to start putting a, a square next to him. Oh, like nominated twice. No, I like him a lot. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate you all. Thank you. Handle back to the future. Um, all right, so I'm up. I'm up, and this is the final pick of the of the draft until we get to the borrow round. And I have the principal left, and you guys somehow left the single best person on this list, and you took like the popular choices, right? Like J.K. Simmons, is a great choice. Taika Waititi, great choice, but they are nowhere as good as one Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, that was he my is, nomination. He is the single best choice. I, I was going sure to nominate, nominate him, but you, but I take everyone else's list before I nominate oh, myself. BS. And so I put yours on there. And BS. Jason Sudeikis is, is without a doubt the perfect choice to play one Richard Vernon. Um, I could see him in that role so much. Uh, so thank you for not taking him because chef's kiss that's a You're good welcome. one i i wasn't sure where you were going because most any of the names you could have went with and your argument would have stood but yeah not bad. Principal, principal was stacked that category yeah brian did say that right away and that's also a fact because it also works that way uh was he a principal or a teacher i think it was a teacher wasn't he or a guidance counselor maybe he was I driving them around wasn't he yeah i think he might have been a teacher yeah something 
not. That too. Horrible bosses too. He's great in pretty much everything. I have I not seen Ted you. Lasso, but I need to watch it. Um, okay, so let me run through this before we get to our bar run real quick. This is what it looks like. Uh, so we did the first three rounds. It followed up. I took Noah Jupe as my nerd. Uh, and then Brian took Lucas Hedges as his nerd. God, my cast uh, Jacob took Isabella Merced as his recluse. And followed it up with stealing Timothy Chalamet as his rebel from Brian. Brian took Ty Sheridan as his jock. And I took Drew Starkey as my jock. And then uh, I took Jason Sudeikis as my principal. Brian took Miles Heiser as his rebel. And, ooh, why didn't I not put Beauty on there next to Al Fanning? Uh, Jacob whoa, took Al Fanning next, next <laughs> as his beauty. Um, okay, so the way that this was going to work now in our last pick, um, it's just a fun little round. Yeah. Uh, the it's way like if we works, could replace our choice with Yeah, and usually your... it works a little different, but yeah. um, what we're going to do is we're going to borrow one person from somebody <laughs> else's list. Jim, that's a good choice. Oh, Ken Jong is great. Oh wow! Uh, ben Mendelsohn was also. I picked Ben Mendelsohn because he he just he yeah, felt like he fixed that's the role perfect. Very, very well. And he kind um, of looks like the old principal. That, that's bit, why yeah. that's why I chose him. That's why I chose him. Um, so I'm gonna be able to borrow someone from either Brian or Jacobs list that isn't in the first or second round. Um, and this is just to add to my cast in any particular way, whether it be like a sibling or an extra character or something. Um, so out of those eight characters or, or actors, I should say. Oh, man. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to steal or just borrow, put on my team. Isabella Merced as, my, as recluse. Nice. Nice. If we had like if we had like money on this or something, I don't know how that would be possible, but Timothy Chalamet would have went way earlier, I feel like. <laughs> like the odds, like betting odds. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, Brian. So who are you taking? You can just fill it in, you know. Oh who. yeah, it's Chalamet. It's oh so duh. see, that's what I'm that's what made me think of it, because like he should be in the top two rounds, right? <laughs> Chuck, I don't know what you're talking about. He is perfect for the rebel role. <laughs> and the one steal that got taken Facts, away from Rachel. me, Facts. Um, I'm going to borrow Zendaya if I can for my cast. I also thought of Aquafina in some capacity, but I felt like she might have looked a little too old. Uh, you're taking Zendaya as the recluse? Yep. Yep. Should be my one borrow. All right. Well, there's our official. Oh, not that one. There's our official The Breakfast Club recast. <laughs> Freaking um, Aaron Reich, way older than all the rest of my cast. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna run through my real quick, just run through my cast. Uh, so I have Madeline Klein playing the beauty. Uh, I have Emma Mackey playing the recluse. I have Cole Sprouse playing rebel. Noah Jupe as the nerd. Drew Starkey as the jock. Jason Sudeikis as the principal. And I borrowed and added Isabella Merced as the recluse, just in case uh, Emma Mackey gets sick or you know has a uh, conflicted interest. So there you go. Brian? Scheduling conflict. There we go. That's what I was trying to find. Yeah. Scheduling <laughs> what they always say, but yes, it's not exactly, true. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, my beauty is Saoirse Ronan. Perfect fit. Taika Waititi as the principal, Zendaya as the recluse. So Lucas Hedges as the nerd. Ty Sheridan as the jock, Miles Heiser as the rebel, and you know, scheduling conflict. Uh, the great, <laughs> the great Timothy Chalamet. 
Nice, nice. All right, so I got J.K. Simmons as my principal, Jack Dylan Glazer as my nerd, Alden Ironreich as my jock, Isabella Merced as my recluse, Timothy Chalamet as my rebel, and Elle Fanning as my beauty. And if Isabella Merced has scheduling <laughs> conflicts, uh, we'll call up Zendaya and pay her way more. Get out probably. of here, Chuck. Facts, Chuck. Facts. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, that was fun. I'll have an image up in the morning. Uh, I'll yeah, pull it together fun. for the draft results. Um, no, that's look. The, there were so many names that were left off. Like Beanie Feldstein was left off this list. Dylan Minnette was left off. Finn Wolfhard was left off this list. Yeah, um, I thought about you him mentioned too. Uh, Sophia Lillis. Obviously Logan Lerman. I mean, I almost uh, nominated Millie Bobby Brown. Like I'm surprised she I, did not pop up on. This. I left her off because it's like the. It's like the Timothy Chalamet choice, like, duh, yeah. like, yes. So, yeah, for sure. Um, I think she would have actually been a better recluse, though. That's I, what I was going to add her as. Yeah, she would have. She would have yeah. been great as the recluse, yeah. Uh, but no, that's that was fun. That's a great little draft. Good little draft. Yeah, no, that that was actually more fun than I thought. Like, I with just three of us, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed curious, that. Curious to see what movie Jake's wants to recast. Well, we probably so, won't do a recast one next. We'll find we'll find something else to do next. But the recast one is going to pop up regularly on the fantasy drafts. Um, no, this is fun when it's an ensemble. When you can find a movie that fits, like an yeah. ensemble cast, it works. Yeah, um, I know that it, we've had something on the back burner of doing like uh, our heist crew, essentially. Yeah, uh, that's we'll wait for the next big heist movie or something. like like the Italian job, essentially having our crew. So. That might be what's up next, but you'll probably see it either in October or maybe November, depending on what happens. Um, but no, I mean, you'll see recast draft pop up. So if you guys have a movie that you would love to see us recast in a draft uh, portion, we'd love to do it. Stardew, I've thought about Ocean Eleven, but that's a lot of people. You can do eight. That is a lot. Even eight's a lot of people. Like, True. Um, maybe one day, but we like to keep it around that like five to eight range, even though the Ocean's Eight is eight. Um, because usually there's at least four of us on here and we don't want to spend three hours doing so it. Like basically, I think that's the heist one though, essentially. Right. It, so very true. what very you true. can do is you can oh, say, you can say here, driver. that'd be good. Kind Hi, of Brandon. a newer movie, but yeah. Let me know how your whiskey um, night went tonight, Brandy. So I think what would have been good if we would have uh, chosen directors for this one, because, Oh, uh, that would have been smart. Yeah, so like this situation because John Hughes is such a huge, like he has a huge impact on this movie, right? So that would have been a good one. So maybe in the future, if we do a movie like this, yeah, we can have directors too. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. No, we'll, we'll have a cool one coming. Up. It might be the heist one, it might be another recast. The recast ones are pretty simple to do. The other ones are a little bit more uh, yeah. detailed. And we also try to do like what's going on right now, right? Like this was random because Breakfast Club, but. Obviously, people love it. Like we, a lot of viewers today. But um, but sometimes we try to do them like close to something similar coming out, right? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. yeah. Cool. That was awesome. Fun. That one works. Well, we'll, that we'll throw together it. an idea. Yeah. We'll yeah, for sure. Um, we'll bring. We'll sit around in Jake's house for an hour. And we'll we'll brainstorm for an hour. You guys will leave, and then I'll decide on what we recap. Yeah. Exactly. So that's kind of what happened. <laughs> um, all righty. Well, that will do it for this episode of Apocalypse Now. Thank you all so, so much for joining us in, in the comment section and viewing. We really, really appreciate it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't recast Jurassic Park. 
Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> uh, Stranger, um, there will be news on a watch along coming. There will be news on a watch along coming. Yes, yes. Uh, before we get out of here, I'll let Brian and Jake let you know where you can find them online as well as myself. Brian, I'll start with you. Uh, you can find me on a certain point of view with Jake. Uh, if you want to talk some, some schmodown stuff, uh, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Sundays. That's Recap Apocalypse. <laughs> Don't tempt us. Oh, there we go. Wow. Choose other YouTubers. Wow, like... Brandy. Wow. <laughs> so we're going to recast ourselves? Mm-hmm. Wow. That... Ooh, that's a good one with, with Halloween coming up. That's that a is good a one. great one. Okay, because... John, you might John, you might have just figured bad. it out. Hey, for, for October, that's You might have just figured it out, John. Because you can't recast Halloween. Like No, no, no. There's no. like two cast members. No. But you can do Scream. That is great. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm Thank definitely going to be keeping that one in mind. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. That's, hey, that's Keith will. One. Keith will love. Keith has to be on that one. He loves Scream. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Jake. Where can they find you online? Wait, man? wait, Nespon. We don't have to recast it because Timothy Chalamet is going to redo Willy Wonka. <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Quagon Jake. Two ends because someone else took it before I did. Uh, POV each and every week with Brian there. I also do a little show on myself. Uh, the Whiskey Jedi, where we're talking all kinds of stuff that I want to talk about while reviewing whiskey. I have an episode coming up this week uh, with my buddy Dom. He'll be joining me, uh, so check that out. It'll probably be on Thursday. And then uh, make sure you guys are checking out the Marvel Rewind here on the channel as well, where we are reviewing uh, the What If series from uh, Marvel. And like I mentioned up top on the show, we will also be doing a special Fandalorian Club on Star Wars Visions. And so uh, you will see that very soon. We'll probably give ourselves a week to watch it. And then uh, we will uh, get into diving into that. Just doing one special episode on that. And Rachel, that would be chaotic. I can squirtle. do that. I can do that. As long <laughs> as I'm Squirtle, we're good. No, you're um, like Mr. Mime. Ooh, ooh, Jacob. Facts. <laughs> Mr. Mime. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. That I mean, it's just that it would be those like just couple names and that's it the draft is over so i feel you, I feel you. cast michael myers like what? well it isn't talk really... so you wouldn't really yeah, exactly uh, all right well you can find me on twitter at jacob bartley 824 if you play fantasy football or just a fan of the nfl you can find my other youtube channel first round fantasy on youtube thank you jake for the awesome logos there and and all that good stuff yeah, you can also to you guys and i'm owen too so uh <laughs> what's going on well, they like give out we, terrible advice. We give you advice, and then you decide what to that's, do with that's, it. You know why? That's why they open up the show. Welcome to first round fantasy. You're home for second round advice. Exactly. <laughs> We're telling you not to listen to us, but at least stay for you know the entertaining conversations. Uh, Partis, they did recast it. It's called Knives Out Two. That's there. that's a good point. Um, but you can also <laughs> find me um, on Bartley and Barnes with Keith. We do a show together talking movies and other stuff and entertainment. We're working out the details of our next episode, so stay tuned if you're interested in that. Thank you all again for watching us here on Apocalypse Now. You'll find us every Tuesday at 7 PST or D that changes, I guess, throughout the time. <laughs> just I just PT, learned that. Just say PT. Yeah, that, I, I learned that it changes depending on what time of year it, it is. Does, I, yeah. I, ne I never knew that. Um, but I'm also check out for your time. Marvel Rewind. Our next episode will be coming out uh, later this week. And like Jake said, look forward to our um, Star Wars coverage going forward. Thank you all again. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.